Daisy. Okay. Um. Welcome. Oh, second. Start again. Okay. Welcome to the uh, first of a three-part look at uh, Charles Maurice de Talleyrand Perigord. I'm gonna tell you the tale of uh, three incidents from history where Talleyrand uh, played a key role. Chuck was born in on the second of February, nineteen sorry, seventeen fifty-four, and died the seventeenth of May, eighteen thirty-eight, aged eighty-four. He had a club foot, allegedly from Marfan syndrome, which I think left him uh, somewhat crippled. Uh, disability was looked down by the French nobility, and this meant that he was uh, shipped off to the clergy uh, instead of uh, taking a military career. And I think it also meant that he had to give up his uh, right to inheritance. Um, if I was casting him from the portraits that I've seen, either uh, Daniel Brule and or um, Reese Shearsmith would play him. Um, even though he'd been shipped off to the clergy, our boy Tanneyrand was far too ambitious uh, to settle for being a clergyman. The incident that I'm going to be talking about is called the XYZ affair. A bit about a bit of background to the XYZ affair in. Uh, 1794 the United States and Blighty signed the Jay Treaty that formalised relations between the two nations and this uh, meant that they gave each other most favoured sta status this pissed off France who were at war with the Brits um, the United States who were under George Washington and then um, under John Adams wanted to remain neutral um, uh, and stay away from European intrigue and wars and political affairs for um, a variety of reasons. Um, however, France wasn't having this though. They had supported the Americans through the American Revolutionary War and thought um, it was a bit shit of them that they kind of like didn't reciprocate um, this. Um, Believing that the Jay Treaty had um, violated the previous treaties between the two countries, um, the Directory which ruled France issued orders that the French Navy, um, to the French Navy in 1796, to seize or destroy American ships. Uh, John Adams, who was the President of the United States at the time, sent uh, Elbridge Jerry of gerrymandering fame um, who for me gives off a kind of a prickish Jack, Davins, Jack Davenport vibe um, John Marshall um, who went on to become the longest serving Chief Justice and the fourth longest serving Justice in the Supreme Court of the United States who I kind of see as like uh, maybe Ed Norton and Charles Cotsworth Pickney it was a name so posh that it is silly. So these three uh, blokes arrive in France. It um, was always going to be difficult. Um, it must have been quite foreboding for them. France at the time was run by the Directory, which was made up of many factions that I couldn't 
really be bothered to research um, but it sounds like it was a mix between Game of Thrones and an Armando Anucci political um, comedy um, here is where our lad Talleyrand comes in he is the foreign minister for France at the time uh, our American triple threat um, had made many efforts to meet um, the man that Napoleon had described as a shit in silk stockings um, instead of you know meeting with the diplomats from a growing foreign power a potential future ally um, and avoiding maybe a political major political uh, and diplomatic incident that might have carried a risk of going to war which would not be in the interests of either nation Talleyrand um, instead of meeting them rebuffed them word got to the, the triple threat um, that instead of meeting Talleyrand directly they should meet uh, some intermediaries who would go on to be known by the letters X, Y and Z these were Nicholas Hubbard um, who I think was a Brit um, uh, later known as, as W Jean Rottingbue X Pierre Bellamy Y uh, and Lucien Hudeval Z um, as well as uh, the playwright um, Pierre Beaumont-Charis uh, what have you pronounced that um, X, Y and Z told the triple threat that they would uh, only have a face to face with Maurice if um, they could meet the following conditions uh, the United States had to agree to provide France with a substantial low interest loan um, the United States had to agree to pay all claims of damages filed against France by the owners of the American merchant ships oh I've skipped a thing here haven't I oh dear oh dear oh dear oh dear okay I have I skipped a bit no I haven't uh, okay no I haven't skipped a bit alright oh thank god for that so at, at, at this point um, France was attacking um, American ships and seizing them and uh, our, our boys in the triple threat to come down okay so that, that all kind of makes sense alright okay I thought I'd missed a bit uh, crisis averted um, so they wanted to face to face with um, uh, Tehran, so you know both nations could avoid war um, and sort of stop this silliness. So, the, the conditions that um, Tehran um, told his intermediaries to tell the triple threat were um, asking for a, a demanding a low interest loan, that the United States would pay all damages filed against France by the owners of American merchant ships that was sunk or seized by the French Navy and that the United States would have to pay a bribe of 50,000 British pounds directly to Talleyrand himself 50,000 pounds back in those days I don't know how much that is in, in modern money but it's a lot it's a lot um, maybe like 20 million something like that um, so you know 
Diplomacy, yeah. Diplomacy or diplomacy? Diplomacy? Di diplomacy? Diplomacy. Let's go with diplomacy. Uh, never changes, does it? I mean, imagine asking the Americans to pay a bribe. <laughs> you know, such a thing would never happen these days, would it? Um, and, you know, you know, even if you did ask them, the Americans would never pay a bribe, even if you asked them to, would they? Uh, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. Look, listen, shut up. Right. The, uh, the triple rep threat weren't minded to pay or pay the gripe paid the um, bribe or to agree to the, the other terms. Um, from the sources I've read, this was either out of a sense of moral outrage or because they doubted whether the, even if they did it acquiesce, that they would get what they wanted. Um, our boy Pickney was supposed to have responded when he heard these terms. No, 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 not a sixpence. Um, a lot of the sources I've read also think that Talleyrand always fully intended to meet with the um, American delegation at some point, but he was delaying um, doing so so he could um, enrich himself and kind of build up some flex within the directory. Um, word eventually got back to John Adams um, and he was asked by Congress to release the diplomats' reports regarding what had transpired in France. Now, the political situation over in the United States at this time is kind of like well covered by the the series John Adams, starring um, uh, what's what's his face, and um, it's too complicated to kind of like get into here. Um, but uh, you know, John Adams handed over the the names, uh, handed over the reports, but um, redacted the names of the uh, French agents because he needed to kind of like work with them in the future, probably at some point. Um, so he replaced them with the letters X, Y, and Z, and thus you know, thus the name the X, Y, Z affair. Um, people stateside were pissed off. There were calls for war. Uh, John Adams uh, started preparations for war that included commissioning war warships that would uh, go on to form part of the United States' first uh, standing navy and establishing what would then go on to become the Marine Corps. In July uh, 1798, orders were given for American ships to start attacking French vessels. Two years of an un well, basically two years of uh, a naval f naval war basically followed. It's called the Quasi War because I don't think it was formally declared that the two nations were at war, but it was uh, a lot of naval battles that was um, going on about um, about this time between the two nations. I think France were kind of working with the Spanish, and the the Brits were kind of working with the Americans. Um, the thing about doing a history podcast is that you it is entirely possible for you to go down a, a Wikipedia rabbit hole of events and people. Um, the Quasi War sounds like it'd make a re for a really good HBO series or uh, maybe a series of movies. Um, this is because you know the Brits were also attacking the French, but there was no real co cooperation between the two military forces, and obviously, the, the as I mentioned, the, the French working 
with the Spanish because um, each of those nations had interests in um, the United States or the, the American continent at that time. So uh, France had uh, uh, the sort of Louisiana area, S Spain obviously had their, their colonies there and the Brits obviously had interests there as well. So it would have, for me that seemed like a quite interesting conflict to kind of look at, maybe one for, for a later date. So um, uh, according to Wikipedia, the, the American losses were as follows. Um, before the US military involvement, there were 28 killed, 42 wounded, um, 22 privateers captured. Privateers, the history of privateering would make well, quite an interesting podcast um, as well. Um, there were over 2,000 merchant, uh, merchant ships captured in total before the military involvement by the United States. After the United uh, States military involvement, there was one ship captured, uh, which was later recaptured, uh, 54 killed and 43, well, 54 plus wound, uh, killed and 43 plus uh, wounded. I couldn't get any uh, uh, fig figures, firm figures on the French losses. Um, I think there were about 85 French privateers that were captured and who knows how many lives lost or how many ships um, that were captured as well and all this happened remember because Talleyrand wanted a bribe um, and the fact that he survived this and many other controversies both before and after um, this event demonstrate kind of what a savvy political operator he was so how did this all end um, John Adams didn't want a full-scale war um, despite getting aggro from the types of pricks that always call for war, whatever the circumstance, and who sadly are still a feature in politics in modern day Europe and the United States. Um, Talleyrand, from most of the sources I've read, um, probably realised that he'd overreached. So in March uh, 1800, um, Talleyrand met with... Um, an American delegation and the terms of the agreement were as follows that the quasi-water was was to end the French would return um, any American ships that they captured the United States agreed to compensate its citizens for damage inflicted by France on American shipping which um, was about 20 million uh, US dollars um, the United States government only ended up paying 3.9 million to the heirs of the original claimants in 1915. Um, the Franco-American alliance was terminated. Uh, the US and France granted each other most favoured nation status. Um, the United States and France re-established commercial relations on terms similar to those outlined in the Franco-American alliance. The new agreement in the 1800s also ended the uh, 1778 alliance between the United States and France and um, it released sort of like France from as I mentioned any sort of like uh, financial responsibility to the United States shipping and commerce uh, since the start of the kind of like uh, French, Revo French Revolution um, 
the quasi war and the XYZ affair contributed to John Adams losing his bid for re-election due to the um, unpopularity of uh, the you know, a series of acts called the Alien and Sedition Acts, which were passed during this period. Um, you know the, the Alien the the, the Alien and Sedition Acts is another thing that you could do an entire podcast on. Um, very interesting period of history. Uh, you should um, you should go and um, research on on Wikipedia. Um, it also resulted in uh, the passing of something called the Logan Act, which criminalised the unauthorised uh, diplomatic uh, negotiations by um, private um, United States citizens. Again, I think that's a movie there. <laughs> Uh, the, yeah, there's this this guy. Um, there's this Quaker called Logan that goes out to France to try and negotiate um, for peace with uh, Talleyrand, and he he had absolutely no authorization. Um, what else happened? Um, <clears throat> let me clear my voice. Sorry. Uh, I wanted to um, find out about what the effects of the affair and the war in France were. But a lot of it's in French, and I can't read French, so I'm I'm just giving you kind of what happened in in the United States. If there's any sort of like French listeners out there, if you could kind of let me know what the the effects in France were, um, that would be really interesting. Um, and remember, all this stuff happened because Maurice wanted a kickback. What a cunt. Um, so talking of, of Talleyrand, what happened to him um, after this? Well, he kind of survived um, and kind of like how his tale ended is um, a, a story for another time. Um, I hope you enjoyed this uh, podcast. I'm going to, I've used kind of a lot of websites to, um, to put this together. It took me quite a long time time to do so i used fortco.com um historystate.gov wikipedia yep okay thanks um history.com uh political.com mountvernon.org the history junkie uh dot com uh talleyrand.org uh historicofandom.com nightrose.tersendesign.com uh the telegraph um robson library.com the kipling society.com and yeah that's it I'll put up with the napoleon series.com newadvent.org I'll put the full links um in the in the description of the episode this took quite a long time to do I will do another two episodes on Talleyrand but um I probably won't do them next I'll probably take on something slightly easier for the episode that's come out and that's going to come out on Tuesday. Sorry that this has come out so late in the week guys. It's, it's quite far behind. I just got lazy 
um, and not lazy, but this just it took me a lot longer to do than I thought it would. Um, what else is there to say? Um, if any of you guys are based in London, uh, I'm going to be running a beginners uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu course in, in Muswell Hill. I'll put the link for that in the um, in the description for the episode as well. Um, there was sh I wanted to shout out a couple of YouTube videos that I saw as well. Um, I'll put those in the, del the description, um, guys. Um, yeah, so Talleyrand, fascinating figure, savvy political operator. And um, yeah, so I I I'll definitely be getting back to exploring more of his life uh, later on. Uh, enjoy your weekend guys and I'll, I'll be back soon thanks bye